I have two mantras that I live by. One's tattooed on my rib cage. It says, we all make decisions, but in the end, it's our decisions which make us. And the other one is a Zen philosophy that says, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 92 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. And if you are a new listener, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. And as always, if you are a new or seasoned network marketer and are still solely building your business through the means of Facebook and Instagram, and you are not yet utilizing the power of LinkedIn, then head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, your struggles, and how we could potentially work together. So I'm totally stoked about today's episode because I'm bringing to you guys another incredible, incredible human being, a friend of mine, someone that I truly look up to. And someone that I know that is going to deliver some powerful information to each and every one of you that are listening today to move forward in your business. So before I take up all the time of this interview, I'm just going to turn it to them. So Zach Slobin, welcome to today's episode. Uh, thanks so much for having me, brother. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. I'm so to be let's, here. let's get right into this. For some of the listeners, I do have a wide range of entrepreneurs that listen to this all over the world. So for those that are not familiar with Zach Slobin, um, just tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, and uh, most importantly, what mission are you on right now? Uh, right on. Uh, I'm 37 years old, and I live in La Jolla, California with my soulmate, uh, Eden. And we are full-time network marketing professionals. And in terms of what mission am I on right now? Uh, the same mission that I've been on for years and years and years. I studied philosophy in college and I only attended like 20% of my classes. But one day I did attend a class and I remember the professor talking about this idea that Aristotle had called eudaimonia. And what it essentially translates to is being able to look back on your life and know that you lived a life of virtue, a life of well-being, a life of prosperity, and essentially a life where you can look back and say that I did a life of excellence. And um, that's my, that's what I'm focused on every single day. It's what keeps me grounded. And more than anything, I know that the only way that I'll achieve Udemy by showing other people how to have that same feeling in their life. Where'd you go well. to college? Uh, UC oh, Santa awesome. Barbara. I, I didn't know that. Now I know. Yeah. So, um, all right. If someone was to ask you and, and you can share as many of these as you want, what are Zach Slobin's core values? Uh, I mean, it, it, for me, it all starts mm. with integrity. 
a thousand percent. There's no, there's no, there's no gray area for me. Integrity is a very black and white type of thing. Um, so integrity, compassion, radical and instant forgiveness is a core value of mine. Um, freedom is a huge one for me. And, um, I'd say that servant leadership would be a, a big I love one that. So well. you hear the word leadership, you hear the word influencer, you hear the word entrepreneur, you hear these words that people, that people use all the time and everyone has different meanings to those things. What does leadership truly mean to you? I think for me, leadership is essentially traversing a path that other people desire to traverse, but going ahead of the crowd, going before others go such that you can essentially make the path a little bit smoother because you can help to point out the landmines, you can help to point out the pitfalls, and you can essentially put yourself in a position to be someone's GPS in their life. So the same way that a GPS in your car helps you to get to where you want to go, I believe that's what a great leader does as well, but only because they've already done the work to identify where's gonna, where, where, where are you going to get stuck, you know, where, where's traffic going to be the worst, where do you have to look out mm. for road construction, right? What do you do if, what do you, if you, what do you do if the car stalls, <laughs> if you get a flat, if you get hit in, if you get hit by another driver, right? So I think that's so what, what was it about, about network marketing? Cause obviously, you know, we all have the choice to do whatever we want in our lives. What was it about network marketing where, you know, you first said yes, you know, obviously you, you uh, said yes to network marketing, then you took a step back from it and then you came back into play again. So first time around, what was the, the big reason why you said, you know what, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to dip my toes in. I'm going to see what this is all about. And then obviously you pulled back and then you jump back in again. And obviously things have never been the same. So what, what was the initial push to get in? And then obviously mm -hmm. second time around, obviously with your beautiful wife, what was the big push to get back in and to really go for it? Yeah, right on. So, so two things in the beginning, two, two big things in the beginning. I, I've been an entrepreneur since I was seven years old. Like I am psychologically mm -hmm. unemployable. The longest I've ever held the job is six and a half months. Um, <laughs> I'm a terrible employee. Terrible. I'm the, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, I'm serious. I'm the worst. Like I don't, I, like I said, one of my biggest core values is freedom. So I require, I require the freedom to do things at my own pace on my own time. Even when Eden, my wife asks me to do the dishes or to take out the trash, mm. literally my skin crawls. I cannot, <laughs> I just, I can't. So I pursued, um, I pursued multiple um, entrepreneurial endeavors as a, you know, as, as a, as a young college student, even in, right out of college and I had sales jobs. I, you know, I just, I, I was always hustling. I was always working. And I got introduced to network marketing through a colleague of mine. And I was already familiar with the business model because I'd watched my dad um, try and do network marketing after my parents had divorced. And I thought it was a joke. I thought network marketing wasn't for real entrepreneurs. I was going to be a real business owner. But anyway, I went to um, a very private opportunity presentation for what was going to be a startup company. And they said they were going to distribute using network marketing. And I closed off completely. And the reason I closed off is, like I said, I saw my dad try and do this thing. And I just thought it was a joke. And a guy pulled me aside that day and he looked me dead in the eyes and he says, you don't know this yet, but you have the potential to be one of the most powerful network marketers I've ever mm. met in my life. He said, 
go home and do your research on this industry. And if you really don't, and if you, and if you really get what it's all about and you still decide that it's not for you, then no big deal. We'll part as friends. And I said, okay, that makes sense to me. So I went home and I did a bunch of research on the industry. And the thing that shifted me the most was two components. The first thing was that I came across a video called Brilliant Compensation by Tim Sales. And Tim Sales is a legendary network marketing trainer and distributor. And what I saw was how Tim so elegantly and simplistically explained this principle of leverage, this idea of getting a lot of people to do just a little bit, finding a couple people that do a lot, and that leading and lending itself to creating real residual and leveraged income. And being somebody that was entrepreneurial, I knew that residual income or leveraged income was the pathway to mm. wealth and success. And that's what I wanted. Right? I had no... No, I had no qualms to this day. I have no problem apologizing for being a money-driven individual. I think money is an important tool. We can talk more about that. But I have, so, I've, I've, so there was zero problem for me with that. The other side of it, though, that I saw, and this is what I really loved, was I understood that not everybody was going to want to hit a financial home run like I was, nor were they going to put in the work like I was willing to do. But I came across this statistic that said that the divorce rate in the United States would be reduced by 50% with an additional three to $500 a month brought into the household, mm. 50%. And when I saw that it rocked me because what came to my understanding was, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe, maybe my parents don't divorce if my dad is able to bring in an extra three to $500 a month. And I knew that one of the biggest reasons they divorced was because of their, my dad's wow. financial issues, quite frankly. And so I saw that data and I said, okay, so here's a vehicle where I can create true freedom for myself, but in the process, I can potentially help families stay together by helping put on that oxygen mask. And that was my why. That was what got me out of bed. That's to this day, one of the things that inspires me the most is just teaching the everyday person who doesn't necessarily have a marketing or sales background, who maybe isn't this massively influential person, who doesn't necessarily have the, the, the sales skill sets, but is willing to learn them to show them how to earn that extra three to $500 or $1,000 a month. Oh my God, what a gift. And maybe that's my way of making a difference in the world. And so that's, that's what I fell in love with. Wow. Those two I things. mean, that's, you know, I'm, I, I've known you for the last few years and, and, I number one, I thank you for your vulnerability and and the the rawness and realness because you know I I come from divorced parents as well and a lot of it also was due to to my father's uh, you know financial uh, issues from from past mistakes but again we we can't change history that's already happened but you know from from painful things in our life you you get inspired to learn from someone else's mistake and make it your version of success by learning those lessons. So, you know, thank you for the statistic, but also thank you for the, the realness of, of why that inspired you. Um, so that brings me to my next question. What is currently inspiring you right now? You've been in the industry for a number of years. You, you know, you and Eden have a phenomenal, phenomenal business. You're top leaders in your company. What's currently inspiring and driving you right now? It's that same thing. It's that same thing. Like I, I believe that network marketing is the, is the most misunderstood loophole in the world. It's like, I did a training for our team the other day and here's the way I describe it. You remember like old school Nintendo where you could hit a couple of buttons and it would allow you to like, yeah, you like slide levels. through walls or, you know, a secret move. Yeah. Of yep. course. 
it's, it was a secret move. It was this like it was this loophole move. It was the it was the way that was you like could up beat down the left, game, right, start right? select or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> what, right. So, and it was it, it, it was it was it was a way to beat it was a way to beat the game. And life is a game. And quite frankly, the way that life is structured is it's structured like most video games, where you can get close. You think you can get close, but for the mm. most part, you're never going to win. And how I see network marketing especially today, more than ever, is to me, it's the secret code. To me, it's the loophole. To me, it's how you beat the game. To me, it's how you jump levels. That's, that's what I love about network marketing. I love that it's the great equalizer of entrepreneurship. I'm, you know, you and I have been in the industry for a number of years and, you know, we've, we've built businesses. We've talked to a lot of people and we've seen some people massively succeed. We've seen a number of people fall flat on their face and, and, you know, we keep, we keep reinforcing, you know, mindset, 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 and getting over your fears and believing in yourself. Why, if, if it's really clear to that person that tells Zach and Eden, Hey, I'm a 10 out of 10. I want to do this. And then they start coming up with excuses of why they can't. There's no, there's no easy road in anything. You, you have to keep moving forward each and every day, but is there something that you feel that people are missing, not maybe what they don't know about network marketing, but why do people keep holding themselves back what they truly, really want and feel they deserve? I think a big part of it is a lack of confidence, right? And if you look at the flow of confidence, confidence is based on competence, right? So the better I am at something, the more confident mm. I am in that thing but it's this double-edged sword and it's kind of this vicious cycle because, well, if I want to be more competent then I've got to put myself out there and I have to have the courage to take action and to quite frankly fail so that I can develop more confidence. But if I want more confidence, then I've also got to be willing to increase my skill set and therefore become more competent. And so that's the race that we get caught up in is are we willing, quite frankly, to put in the work and be bad enough long enough until we get good. Because all of the limiting beliefs and all of the unconscious psychology and all those things are so important. They're, they're monumental. We know that because of the work that you and I have both done on a personal level, the, the mm -hmm. work that we've seen facilitated. There's no doubt that, that, that the unconscious mind and some of the things that we've kind of been held down by are, are, are a prevalent reason as to why a lot of people don't take action. But what I wish that people would understand is that action breeds clarity and action mm. removes all doubt. I love that. And, you know, you and I have been to a lot of the same events. And I remember being at an event with you in San Diego and David T.S. Wood, who I, I, I feel is one of the best trainers out there, says, you know, every master was once a disaster and, and everyone thinks that they have to figure network marketing out or figure entrepreneurship out right away. And and you, you read books all the time. You know, Eric Worre says it takes about seven years to really become a network marketing professional. And everyone thinks they have to figure it out overnight. And they, if, if the business takes a dip, they're doing something wrong. That's just the ebbs and flow of life. But I want to go back to something that you and I spoke about on a Facebook Live that we did. And it, it was four words that you said that people went crazy over. And the four words mm -hmm. were, so what, now what? 
Now what? And this was yeah. in reference to someone coming to you and complaining about this, that, or the other. And, you know, I'm not doing it. And my business is going here. And, and your reply was, so what? Now what? Meaning, what are you going to do about it? So, so talk about those four words and how impactful getting over what's already happened and moving forward is to become successful in network marketing. Well, and it's not just in network yeah. marketing, it's in life. You know, I mean, what I, what I say all the time is that life is like the airlines. The more baggage you insist on bringing with you, the more costly mm. the trip becomes. God, I love that. That's so amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's life. That's life. Right. And so, so what now, what it, it's not just about network marketing. It's about, it's, it, it can be applied to anything. Right. My, my, my parents divorced when I was 10 years old, I was borderline suicidal at one point, you know, my, my dad and I at one point had to collect a bunch of pennies just so he could have enough money to, to pay, you know, to, to buy us a meal. So what now, what, and that's not to say that I don't have compassion or empathy for the people, certain challenges, but how much longer, do you want to hold on to those things for? How much longer are you going to insist on that being your rallying cry? How much longer are you going to be committed to that being the reality that you play out in your life? Because if you're committed to holding on to that thing, whatever it is, whether it be network marketing or otherwise, it's going to continue to be an anchor that drops you to the bottom of the sea. So something that I learned a long time ago is that you can either stand in your story or you can stand on your story. So, so what now what is a mentality that says, great, I'm removing myself from, from sitting in my story so I can stand on my story. But the other side of so what now what is also on the affirmative side of things. You rank advanced in your company. Congratulations. So what now what? You hit the latest promotion. So what now what? You want a trip. So what now what? Hmm. So what now what keeps us present to where we get to be focused. And the only place to ever be focused on is in the very moment that we're currently experiencing because everything else is just Amazing. a facade. So I, I want to I shift gears just for a second because I think this is also important uh, to speak on is the fact that, that you and your wife do build a business together. And you and I both know that spousal support is a, is, is a big obstacle for a lot of people. You know, you, you have the wife or the husband that wants to do it. And, you know, the husband likes his job. The wife likes her job. They don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. They give them guilt. You're spending too much money. You're wasting it. It's not doing anything. So what's been the greatest thing about doing this business with your wife? I want to answer that. But then I also want to address some of what you said, please. if that's okay, in terms no, of they, please, because they, they need to hear like it. Yeah. Um, the greatest thing has been, and I am so grateful, and my wife, for those of you that are listening that, that don't know who she is, Eden Slobin is a uh, force of nature. And I say, that, I say that objectively and not subjectively. My wife is a force of nature. And what I love is this. It was actually her that got us into our current company. I was a, I was a customer. I'd use the product. She saw a bit of my transformation when we were dating, but she found, she got on the product. She had a great transformation. She saw that it was network marketing. She got excited and she took off with the business. And she came to me at the end of her second month after making a couple of thousand dollars with no experience. And she came to me and she said, look, dude, she goes, I didn't spend the last 10 years of my life looking for the man I want to be married to just to be separated, doing things that we hate come do this with me. Mm. 
And that obviously pierced my heart and my soul. But what happened next is what's going to lead myself to the, what's going to lead me to the, to the answer to the question. What I said to her was, I said, okay, so here's the deal because I'd had experience in the industry. I said, here's the deal. I said, if we're going to do this, I only know one way how to do it. And that's to run fast and run straight to the top of this company. And so what that means, and we were just dating at the time, we'd only been dating for a couple of months. I said, what that means, Eden, is that there are going to be times where the boyfriend hat comes off and the coach hat comes on. And you're not going to like the coach hat when it's on, because I'm going to push you. I'm going to drive you. I'm going to challenge you. There are going to be times when you don't like me. There are going to be times when you cry. But what I need you to know, what I need you to know is that from this very moment forward, I'm going to be willing to sacrifice our relationship for who I know you can become in this world and in this industry and the impact that you can make. So the greatest thing for me over these last six years of building together, yes, has been the freedom to spend every single day together. But the greatest thing has been watching my vision of who Eden was going to become, become true and continue mm -hmm. to become true. That's been the best part for wow. me, watching her blossom. I mean, so... We, we hear about spousal support all the time. So what is your message to that, that man, that woman who wants this business and they are not getting properly supported? What, what is your message to that person? I think there are a couple components. I think the first component is this, is that be willing to honor and love whatever support they do give you. So if what they're saying, so if your spouse says, yeah, I'll use your products or service, but they don't want to build a business with you. That's, that's as much as you require. That's, that's amazing in and of itself. But the big mistake that people imagine that you are, you're in a relationship, right? Mm. And let's say you have, let's say you're a gym owner, right? So which you were former gym owner and you go, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I don't like it. I want to get into real estate. I'm going to go be a real estate agent. You wouldn't then go to your girlfriend and say, Hey, let's partner up and be this amazing real estate duo only in network marketing. If you notice it for the most part, do does one spouse believe that the other spouse <laughs> should now join this new yes. profession that they're excited about? Yeah. Only in network marketing. It's unbelievable. Uh, so, it's a I phenomenon. never ever it's, thought that's the first time I've ever thought about it that way. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, it's like, hey, I'm going to go back to school and you get my master's too. in public health. Yeah. You should do it, do it with me. No. Why would they ever do that? They're an electrician. They're an engineer. Like, why would they ever go get their master's in public health oh if that's God. not something that interests it's them? So good. It makes no sense. Right. Now, here's the other side of it. And this is one's important. If you have a reluctant partner or spouse, and if you have someone's a little bit defensive, I'm going to say something simple, and then I'm going to say something bold. The simple part of it is this. The greatest way to nurture the relationship is to make sure that your partner does not feel like your company is the other mm -hmm. man or the other woman. It's so important. So many couples miss this because we get excited, we get passionate. And what do we do? We're on our phones all the time. We're talking, we're, 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 we're in bed. We're on our computer. We're working nonstop. We're thinking about it nonstop. And all of a sudden the company becomes the other man or the other woman. And of course your spouse or partner is going to push back against that because women, what do women want? Women want to feel safe. They want to feel protected. And they want to feel like their partner is connected to them. 
And so as a guy, if you're a man and you're doing this and your wife isn't, or your spouse or your girlfriend isn't supportive, pay very close attention to the fact that she no longer feels connected and she doesn't feel safe because the company's become the other woman. And, and ladies, if you're pursuing this and your guy isn't overly supportive, what men operate on are, are, are these ideas of trust and freedom and appreciation. And so now all of a sudden that trust feels broken. The appreciation feels broken. And the other thing that women you get to realize, and this one's, this is where I'm going to be bold, is you have to understand that as soon as you start to succeed, as soon as you start to call your shot, and as soon as you start to potentially become or threaten to become the breadwinner in your household, your partner, unfortunately, unfortunately, due to societal conditioning and his beliefs around how he's supposed to be the provider is going to feel threatened and is going to feel emasculated. And so what's important about that is you have to either take the opportunity to work through that with this person, this partner or spouse, or you have to get very, very real and very, very honest about the reality as to whether or not the person that's currently in your life is the right person to be in your life for this giant leap that you're about to make. And it's a very, very, very scary thing. And I totally get that. Yeah. And that's why it's a bold statement. And I'm not advising people separate or anything like that, but I am advising that you choose what's most loving for you. And if you're in a toxic relationship or in a relationship where you're being held down due to a person's own insecurities that they're not willing to work through, then you get to make the decision as to whether or not you're going to let that person limit you and all the things that you're destined to do. And they say that, you know, a couple either grows together or they grow apart. If, if one person is doing the personal development is what, if one person starts to uplevel themselves in, in any and all ways, and the other person is refusing to change the emotionally and physiologically, you're going to grow apart. So it is a bold statement, but it is a real statement. It's true. It's not fabricated. It happens all the time. It's just, it's sometimes you have to face certain decisions you have to face certain situations that may not feel good and i th- i think tony robbins is the one that says it he says the hardest thing about someone ending a relationship is that that person is ending it for both individuals even though one may not want it to end a 1000% a 1000% the the most courageous act i ever i ever did in my entire life was I called off my engagement two weeks after the save the date invitations had gone out. Yeah. Two weeks after, because I wasn't, I, I, she, she comes from a very blue collar, like paycheck to paycheck, um, um, belief and conditioning. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a roller coaster. I was in my, my mid twenties. I knew the next couple of years were going to be up and down no matter what. And I knew that I wasn't safe for her, but I also knew that she wasn't right for me because she wanted me to conform to her, her secure, safe lifestyle. And that was never going to be right for either of us. But thank God I did. Yeah. Oh my God. Everything God happens on, nothing happens by yeah. accident. Everything happens no. on purpose for a purpose. So uh, before we, before we wrap up, there's, there's two, two last questions that I had for you. Does Zach Slobin ever get burnt out? And oh yeah, and, and when Kidding, Zach gonna, Slogan yeah. gets burned out, what does he do to recharge? That's a great. I actually, am on, I'm just coming out of severe burnout, severe. And to give you an exa- a reason why, 
from January to April, I did five international trips or January to end of March. Just I did five international like, trips. Like, I follow you. I like know that. where you guys went. I loved following your story. Just explain to the audience where you guys went in that four month period. I went to Hong Kong, Korea, back to Hong Kong, home to San Diego, back to Europe, back to San Diego, back to Korea, mm-hmm. then to the Bahamas. Is that one, two, wow. three? I think that's five. So what does Exloban do yeah. to recharge? Um, that's a, so I do a lot. So I'm, um, this is one of the, this is one of the reasons why we say work like your life depends on it. So you can create freedom a couple of years later and have the financial resources to take care of yourself. Um, we have access to an amazing, we live in La Jolla, California, which is a beautiful beach village. Um, and we have access to a complete holistic naturopathic clinic down the street from our house. So um, daily vitamin IV injections when I want it, acupuncture two to three times a week, massage once a week, um, osteopathy to, to reset my to reset my energy. Um, I did some hypnotherapy sessions. I did some deep meditation sessions. Um, I meditate on the daily. We have private yoga um, instructor coming to our house to, to work with both of us just for just for flexibility and things like that and to keep our minds present. And then um, a lot of a lot of reading, a lot of journaling, a lot of self-reflection and um, a love lot it. of gratitude. Love it. So final question, who is the biggest inspiration in your life and why? I have two. That is There's everything that, is that's okay. okay. Thank you. Uh, first is my mom. First is my mom. I mean, she just always taught me how to, no matter what was happening in, in my life. And, and at one point I was living on her couch at 27 years old after I called off that wedding and being, and I was suicidal and whatnot. And my mom used to just come in every day and she reminded me how she had overcome so much in her life. And that was, she would just come in every day and she'd say, Zachy, just put one foot in front of the other, just take tiny little baby steps, just one foot in front of the other and take tiny little baby steps. And my mom has always just been willing in in the face of any kind of resistance, she's always been willing to suit up and boot up. And she showed me what an independent, powerful, successful woman um, can be like, you know, while being um, soft and maternal and nurturing and feminine. Um, And I think my mom was a woman before her time, quite frankly, I really do. Um, So, so she's, 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 she's one of two. And then my second greatest inspiration, my second greatest teacher, and this is the one that always throws people for a loop when I say it, it always catches them off guard because most people don't expect it, um, Mm -hmm. is death. Death is my greatest inspiration and it's my greatest teacher. I saw my best friend die when I was 10 years old of leukemia. Um, My other best friend died, one of my other best friends died in college. Um, I've experienced multiple deaths in my life. And it was made evident to me at a very, very young age. Um, No matter what your spiritual beliefs are, consciously, all I'm aware of is that I get this one life. Spiritually, I have some other beliefs, but consciously in terms of the physical realm, all I know is that this is what I have. It can be taken from me at any given moment. And so that has always inspired me to be willing to think outside the box, live outside the box, and uh, just be totally unwilling to settle for the status quo. And I, I, you know, that that's going to definitely throw people for a loop and it, it gives you a different perspective on things. And this episode was was really powerful to me because it, it gave me a new perspective on things. It, it allowed me to get to know you even better. And I just appreciate you for that. And and I'm just grateful for your time, your words, your inspiration. 
and your servant leadership. So thank you so much for being here today. And before we sign off, Zach, uh, for those that do want to get in touch with you or follow you on social media, how can they get more of Zach Slobin? Well, first of all, I loathe the term followers. I know it's what we have because it's just what the yes. interwebs have designed. I hate the word followers. Um, you can walk beside <laughs> me it. on Facebook. That's I'm, I'm all about no followers. Just walk beside her. Just come walk beside me. Um, uh, Facebook.com slash Zach Slobin. And then Instagram is just yeah, at Zach Slobin. Well, it. listen, uh, just grateful for your friendship, grateful for your time. And uh, I, I, I know how much this episode is going to mean to my listeners. And, and again, I appreciate you taking the time and sharing your wisdom and joining us today. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. And thank you for putting this podcast together. Absolutely. So again, everyone, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please enjoy the rest of your day. And I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.